All right, mic check, mic check. Mic check, mic check. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Ooh, whoa. That's good. Yeah, Jefferson's Reserve. That was a birthday gift from Mr. Kilton. Happy birthday, Jay. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Was uh, I think, I mean, we did a couple podcasts after my birthday, so I'm sure we talked about it a little bit, but we're both uh, December babies. I know, right? But you're not a Capricorn. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. So yeah. you're a Capricorn? Yeah. I didn't know that. You just made the cusp of a Capricorn, right? Yeah. It's two days. I think it's the 22nd. So on the 24th. Oh, shit. That's so weird. I thought you, when, I just don't follow the signs and it's so funny that I say it because I literally talk about me being a Sagittarius all the time. <laughs> I, I know my sign. I don't know anybody else. You know, I'm with my, you. I'm my, my wife's. I don't care about anyone's signs, but mine, yeah, my, my wife's. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, um, and my kids, my, both kids are Leo's. My wife's a Capricorn birthday. Her birthday's coming up in four days. And, uh, I know. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And Miles's then, birthday is this month too. Yeah. Yeah. The 26th. But, uh, nobody has a, a well, I mean, I, I, I gotta say there's, yeah, there's two days of the of the of the year that are the worst days to have a birthday, and you got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I would say for those who for those who celebrate, I should say for those yeah, who celebrate that's Christmas, true. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day are the worst goddamn birthdays. I know, and you got Christmas Eve. Yeah, <clears throat> lucky me. I think I'd rather have Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. I was close. I My mom told me it was like ten thirty p.m. <laughs> She's like, this ain't happening. Like, nah. oh, Christmas Day. Nah, I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, you don't know anything else. So 44. Right? Yeah, brother. Your so, favorite number. Your school. Your, uh, sp- your favorite. Your number uh, football number, time. right? Yeah. We talked about this, but uh, my 44th year of existence on this earth, I thought, oh, man, it's going to be great because it's just my favorite number. Totally. My favorite number. Totally. And, um, and uh, that was the year COVID hit. I know. I was about to say was it was the four years ago. Right? Ball buster ever. <laughs> so biggest. I was like, are you kidding me? I waited since like. Because well, people talk about your golden birthday, you know, being the same day <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. when it's your favorite number, you want to get yeah. hyped about well, it. And when I was yeah. six, I didn't know what a damn golden birthday was. Seriously. Yeah, come on. That doesn't count. But um, so it was and good then your birthday just passed. Yeah. On the 6th, December 6th. So. And you're rolling uh, 48 now, right? Oh, man, bro. It's, the season veteran over here. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we're just going to keep going. We're just going to talk, yeah. talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. man. Yeah, yeah, I did have yeah. a good birthday, man. Yeah, I had a great birthday. The kids were great. Uh, Laura made me this great cake that I love. She tried it last year. And you gave me some. Off. Oh, yeah. Like did you like it? mint cake. Oh, my God. It, it's like, and she puts like condensed milk or something yeah, on it. Yeah, and, and then she so broke up those Andy's mint chocolates yeah, all over the top. It was delicious. So good. It was amazing. Shout out to Mrs. Walton for the love. Yeah. And yeah, man. New Year's, New Year's came and went. Yeah. We, we haven't seen each other for a while. You guys went to Wisconsin for a little bit. Yeah. It was good. Good trip. Yeah, man. It was good seeing people. You know how it is with the holidays. You uh, get these opportunities to see friends. I uh, get the opportunity to kind of check in with each other. And I mean, I guess it is pretty stressful, though, if you're yeah. doing the Christmas stuff, you're trying to get the boys set up and yeah. all the things. And uh, I know Laura was dealing with a lot with the end of the year work stuff. And yeah. Everyone's trying to get those last little bits in before the year change is over. Um, but I think, you know, you and I both talked about this. I think the hard part really is being out of your routine for so long Yeah, that really hits you hard. Yeah. Cause 
a break is nice. Yeah. But if the break is too long, yeah, then that becomes its own routine. I think right. we all talked about that during the pandemic, right? Like that yeah. first week was, oh, you know, it yeah. sucks, but yeah. this is pleasant. We get to be yeah. around the family. Yeah. But when it turns into six months, yeah, you know, whatever habits you took on, that's your lifestyle now. Yeah. I know a lot of people that are really diligent and good about keeping their same routine and, you know, doing whatever it is. But for the most part, it is a time I like to take some time at the end of the year just to kind of decompress, relax, do like, you know, take some time off around the holidays. The kids are off school, so they're sleeping in. You sleep in maybe a little bit. Like we talked about this. I mean, just because you want to have a couple of days where you can relax does not mean you cannot go hard when you then get back into the whole system. Like right. you don't like, and, and no, no offense to anybody out there that loves the go hard every day. I more power to you. I, uh, <laughs> I had that si significant, unfortunate injury this past year that made me realize that I push myself and did push myself every single day, really fucking hard. And it did damage me. It did damage me, but it was a bit of your ethos most of your life. Totally, one hundred percent. So it's something that you had depended on yeah. for a long time. So and I, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, I believe that. I wouldn't change how hard I went, or and if you said, you know, that that's going to happen to you, I, and this will be the result. I think I'd still do what I did and how I did it. And but there's at phases in your life you need to like reevaluate where, you know, do I do I have to go that hard all the time anymore, or can I get benefit from other things like meditation or, you know, mindfulness, like, or playing with my kids or throwing the football with my son instead of, you know, going on that five mile run, whatever it may be. Yeah. I'm kind of spitballing here, but my point is during the, the holidays, I usually try to decompress. Yeah. And then there's a moment in time where you're done decompressing. And you're, <laughs> You're like now I'm getting now need, I'm getting antsy. Yeah, I need to get something up. I need to get back to the routine. Yeah, and I think that's where for sure. Like that came to to a head like probably last week sometime right before right before New Year's or maybe right after New Year's. I'd say you know what? Actually, I'd say probably about the second of New Year, second day of January is when I was like, okay, Seriously, I gotta get, yeah, I gotta get back to this. Yeah, I think uh, as you say that. One of the things um, I didn't get to do on my birthday that I usually get to do is I usually take like a good hour or two of reflection on a journal about, you know, what my year has been like for yeah. me, yeah. the directions that I want to go. And I did not get a single day right. to do that. Yeah. And, you know, going into the new year, it's just like go. And so it's been kind of difficult to your point about trying to kind of see a plan or a direction that you want to go. But then I took it as like a learning lesson um that sometimes you know like tyson said everyone's got a plan and to get punched in the mouth mm -hmm. and when uh life starts just moving anyway mm -hmm. it's just saying that to miles i'm like life doesn't stop yeah it doesn't stop we keep going things keep moving so i kind of went with it and uh you know because new year's day was on a monday you kind of noticed like everyone wasn't necessarily sprinting out of the gate in yeah. 2024 yeah it's more kind of just keeping a nice easy pace <laughs> i feel the same way it's so funny everyone's like kind of like well you know we got here yeah. so that's nice yeah so maybe we just keep this pace yeah and then let go of some things add mm -hmm. some things yeah and so maybe maybe i'm perceiving that because that's how i feel yeah 
Uh, but I, I have to admit, I, I like it. Yeah. I like the different outlook. I like the different perspective. Yeah. Um, it's given me also a different um, approach to my routines uh, that I'm used to. And um, then it also allows me to kind of be realistic about where my limits are. Yeah. You know, of like what I can get done in a day, what I can't, mm-hmm. what I can't get done in a month, what I can't. Yeah. You know, things like that. I, um, I think it's pretty uh, important to pick a, pick a date. I try to pick a date of like last year at a certain date and what's really um, technology has helped a lot because you can go back real easily and oh, look yeah. at pictures and you go back like to January of last year and you just look at pictures and you go, Oh my God, shit, that was this year. But right. like in one year to think about everything that's happened, because when you think about our parents, one generation away, how much we do in a year, compared to what our parents did in a year. What I mean by that is we have way more social obligations than our parents ever did. Agreed. We have more, way more um, uh, school obligations, meaning the kids are in more sports. The kids are. And you have to be there. Yeah. Right. Like there's no sending your kids out to play. Right. right. There's none of that. There's yeah. not like I'm going to go play with my friends and do you know, football or something with my buddies. It's like an organized thing. Everything has to be organized with the parent. Yeah. I just feel like we have, you know, when you look at the, the daily life we have versus just a generation ago, it's crazy. And then you look at it cumulative over a year. You're like, God damn, we did so many, so many things this year that feel like they were four years ago, (laughs) you know, totally. And so I think it just gives me, I go back, I take like, like you said, you journal, I go back and just kind of like look at pictures and I'm like, Oh my God, Holy shit. That was this year that happened. Like think what, what you can, and it gives me like hope about what this next year will bring. It's like, wow, you're on this journey again. You're on this journey again. There's a yeah. quote about that. I think, Oh man, I hope I don't butcher this. People overestimate what they can do in a month, but underestimate what they can do in a year. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that when you do look at how much has occurred, because I could tell you my year honestly was like the Rocky Mountains, a lot of peaks, mm-hmm. a lot of valleys. So it was like a lot of movement. Yeah. A lot of new things that we tried, a lot of things that worked, some things that didn't, mm-hmm. some like good months, some rough months, some good days, some bad days. <clears throat> I know your year was like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think one of the biggest things, I don't know about you, but for our age now and where our kids ages are i know the joke is that at 40 you might meet someone else who's 40 who has teenagers <laughs> someone right, who meets right. 40 they have a newborn or something newborn. Like that. yeah this yeah um but with our kids age i think that's what i noticed the most is i don't see a lot of change in you in a year right but man you look at your kids from a year ago to yeah, now yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. is yeah bananas yeah right to see yeah. how much growth happens in a year right so it's just kind of one of those big eye openers to see how much change really happens. Yeah. And I remember this one client, uh, that used to take my classes, uh, sh- her first class <clears throat> was going to be with me on a, on a Saturday, but that was the day miles was born. Oh, and, uh, she introduced herself to me afterwards and, uh, she was the first one to tell me that quote about long days, short yeah, years. Yeah. 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 And I, uh, she's not wrong. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's cool because now the boys got these 
very independent personalities, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. great certain self-confidence in some things, insecurities in another. Totally. Uh, and I think the weirdest part is I really do feel now how much they're their own people. Yeah. Versus, you know, here we are just raising kids. Yeah. But now they're like mm -hmm. really into their own lives. Yeah. Which makes the routine that much harder. Yeah. Because you're kind of combating all these things to your point about how much hands-on we are. My right. day now starts, you know, from 3 a.m. And I'm not in bed until like 930 because of the boys got something at night. Yeah. And they're not going, they're not going to bed until yeah. 930, 10 now. Yeah. I still can't get my ass to bed before like 11 most days just because you put them to bed. I want to have a little bit of time for myself. Maybe some time with Jen. Yeah. And then I stretch. I do the talk about a routine. Yep. I, I take a hot ass shower mm -hmm. and wash that day off you bro yeah and then uh and i go in some, some nights like three to four nights out of the week i'll foam roll for about 15 to 20 minutes because that the right side of my leg needs like a lot of attention still just like continuing to to work uh the the um the tightness yeah of, out of that joint <clears throat> and then and then I stre uh, stretch for about 15 minutes, at least just the hamstrings, because that's where my all, like, I, attention kind of goes for me. And if I do that, and then I read a book for about 15 minutes, and, and then I'm done. I'm yeah. completely, like, completely decompressed. I try to screen time, shut it off, 9 o'clock, boom. And so we're kind of going down this path. What Jeremy and I talked about what we wanted to talk about today, like we <laughs> always do. And we wanted to talk about like the routine and how, you know, coming out of this, uh, you know, the last two weeks, we're kind of, we're probably all a little bit about out of a routine and that whole dreaded, like going back into the routine. But the thing is, that's what we crave. We crave routine. We crave a sense of normalcy because, and what I believe is that, um, there is a lot of stress in ambiguity. There's a lot of stress there's in the unknown. And so if there are things, I mean, you said it, <laughs> my wife laughs every time she, she, when you've said several times on this podcast, like we wake up every single day, not knowing what the hell is going to happen. It's true. Literally not knowing we are flying through this freaking space. This marble. Rock, yeah, dude. And we in have the middle no of nothingness. idea what is happening, what is going to happen today, but we still just keep pushing on. So if you have a little bit of a routine, like in my mind, I know I'm going to come home tonight and I'm going to at least take my shower. I'm going to at least phone roll. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to read my book. That routine kind of gives you a little bit of, uh, um, stress relief. It gives you that like thing that anchor, right? Yeah. And so I think it's important to, uh, honor your, um, your routines and try to stick with those routines that work. And I think for, Jeremy and I have reflected on our, our, the last year, speaking of the last year, like we started our podcast this past year. I know like we did. All, <laughs> we did. Well, this is the 15th episode, right? This is number 16. Number, sorry. Number 16. Oh, you're all good. Number 16, but it's probably actually like number 24. 100%. Because we tried for several times, like for about two months in May or something. A lot of like, learnings, a oh lot of education God. in this podcast experience. Yeah. And how, you know, how much we've done with just that. Um, but we, I think what we want to do a lot of times for people is maybe give our perspective on some things that have worked in our lives that maybe you guys can implement in your life yeah. so that like you can take things forward. I mean, I, we're, <laughs> we don't want to get away from all our fun stories. Um, <laughs> and some of the routines do have the stories. Yeah, exactly. 
Like one of the things uh, I notice is um, when it comes to routines is your personality. <clears throat> I find it with some of the influencers out in the world, they'll tell you, you know, you need to wake up early and do X and do Y, blah, blah, blah. I know my older brother, uh, for a long time, he uh, was an artist, um, graphic design, websites, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And his sweet spot is in the middle of the night. Yeah. And it was like, for a while, I would say almost five years, there'd be this joke where he'd text me as he was going to bed and I'd you know, respond as I'm waking up. Waking up, yeah. And he, he just got a kind of a kick out of that. And I felt the same way. But I would never tell him like, oh, you need to start going to bed earlier. Right. And, you know, whatever. Because it was his routine. It worked yeah. for him. Yeah. And so the first thing I always like to tell people is like, you really want the routine that works with your personality. Mm -hmm. I'm not an extrovert. You know, I don't gain energy around people. Um, I, I have a certain amount of threshold that I can give. And then yeah. I hit a wall and I'm like, man, I got to recharge. Yeah. So for me you know, my mornings are where I get that because yeah. the kids are asleep. Laura's asleep. So I really covet my mornings. Yeah. So my routine's really big then. Yeah. <clears throat> I can go to bed at the drop of a dime. So let's talk about that. Cause I think I, I would love to dig in on things. So you get up at what time every day? I get up at 3am every day, 3am. You had mentioned to me a while back that you were thinking about maybe changing to like four. I, and I did that. Did you? <clears throat> I did 4 a.m. Yeah. And 4.30. Okay. For about, I would say almost a month. Okay. And I found myself getting stressed because really? I never had time yeah. to just kind of like set my day and set a plan. Yeah. Um, you know, because now that I'm home in the mornings, you know, I'm setting up coffee for Laura because I want to do that and then I'm getting the boys lunches ready you yeah. know their breakfast is ready before I leave for classes yeah. or yeah. clients or something and I have no problem doing that but if I don't get the time to myself beforehand yeah. then I'm just waking up and immediately getting to work yeah and then I never feel like I got time for myself yeah because in the afternoon and evening when the kids get home it's all energy, all time. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Laura. It's, you know, questions, how your day was, things mm -hmm. that we got to take care of, responsibilities and home life, all that stuff. Yeah. So it really is only like two hour window where it's just my time. Yeah. So I had to ask myself, you know, I know everyone talks about sleep and things and I'm not much of a night owl anymore. Um, and hadn't been for a long time, you know, since bartending and stuff. But honestly, my routine is best. I went to 3am again. Um, in November and my attitude shifted hmm. and I was able to get the things that I wanted to do for myself done mm -hmm. at that time. Yeah. And so you talk about routine. What I like to do is <clears throat> I like to wake up and immediately go downstairs, take a shower. I bring our dog with me because I end up feeding him in the morning. Mm -hmm. So he comes down with me. He's on the couch. I'm taking a shower down in the basement to not wake my wife up. Uh, and then I get done. I take my journal. I make my coffee. I put my little sign up for the day, giving love to the people with the music and stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thanks, man. It's hilarious. You move it and then you move it forward. Thanks, <laughs> Every bro. <time>. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm always curious, like, what's he going to say today? Thanks, man. Um, Sometimes I'm like, fuck you. No. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. What do you got to say now, Jay? Um, so I do that. And then I just sit there with my headphones on, listening to a playlist, uh, kind of like getting in touch with how I feel for the day, what I'm thinking. Um, 
what's been on my mind in the big scale of things, what's going on in the world that's bothering me, what's going on in my own personal life that bothers me. Uh, and then I make breakfast. Do you, if you think about something that in your own life is bothering you, do you have like, is that an intentional thing so that you can try to think about how you're going to work on it? No, it's just however I'm feeling on that day. Yeah. So, you know, you just brought it up, uh, you know, every day is different. So not every day you feel the same. Right. Right. And so I do go back and read what I've written to see if I'm noticing a trend. So you're writing it down. I, I don't know if you said that. So you're journaling. Yeah. Oh, so you're journaling about how you're feeling. Yeah. Okay. So I write yeah. in the morning Yeah. that like calms me down or, you know, just allows me to collect myself, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. And, uh, is it, I'm sorry. I just, no, you can ask. This him. is so funny because Jeremy and I are like best friends, but I don't know all this about him. So, um, so you're gonna listen to me ask him questions, <laughs> uh, and this is how our conversations go when it's off the mic. I interrupt all the time. Um, so you, you uh, do. You, is that same like when you every day when you wake up though? Do you go through that same process of? I know you're gonna journal, but when you think about what you're gonna journal about, is it always about like? Do you go through this checklist of? Okay, how was my day yesterday? How what's going on in the world? Like what is No. Okay. It really is just <clears throat> I take a shower, I make my coffee. I usually when I'm making my message for the day, it does set a tone for wherever my head is. Mm -hmm. So, and I try not to think of like trying to be poignant or trying Got to it. be anything. I Got just it. basically ask myself, what do I think I need to hear? Got it. Today. And then I share that. So part of it is not not because of the message, but there's like this combination of you. You're trying to your goals in life are to help people. Yeah. And you one of the ways that you want to help people or think that you can help people is through this daily message and just to set a tone. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100 percent. And so you go into the day knowing that part of the process of this um, self-reflection and journaling can emote a uh, response that might come out as a message. To right. People. Got it. Okay. And then with that message, depending on where I'm feeling, like um, just use an example. So here's a good example. Uh, we did football coaching. Um, you did pads with Tucker. I did mm -hmm. flag with the boys. Yep. And you know, when I first became a parent, one of the things I told myself is don't become that parent on the sideline who's right. like yeah. losing his mind. Totally. Right. And I did that. It wasn't easy, yeah. but I did that. Yeah. But you didn't really realize in how competitive you are. And I've told you this a million times yeah. until you start coaching. Then you're like, this is the worst. I am the worst. <laughs> right. Because now you're trying to get kids to find a sense of purpose and urgency mm -hmm. on the field at 11 years old, right. 10 years old, totally seven years old. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. And this stupid flag league <laughs> where you have like no practices, you know, <laughs> you get 30 minutes before the game starts and you're literally taking it way too seriously. Totally. You know, and you're trying your best to be like, no, no, come on, man. It's supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So I have that moment, right? Where I'm like, you lost a game or something. You're taking it way too personally yeah. than you should. Yeah. So the next day I wake up and I take this time and mm -hmm. I'm writing down. I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with right. you last night? 
<laughs> and you and I asked myself, like, what was your whole reason for wanting to do this? To get in touch with like, what is the problem? Right. right. And it has nothing to do with the kids. You know, they're just kids. Can you really have this high expectations of seven-year-olds and 10-year-olds of certain things? Sure, right. you want them to enjoy the game and you want to see some competitiveness, all that right. stuff. But for the most part, you think they're sitting here like, okay, man, putting tape <laughs> on their eyes, watching Coach Prime and stuff. Come on. No. So it's me. <laughs> and so then I asked myself, like, what is really the issue? And so I go through it. I'm like, well, I'm not playing anymore. Um, I still want to be competitive, which feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaching feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, we get done with these programs that we did this year um, that were not sports specific, but just sports based yeah. programs. And some of these kids came up and were like, "That that I really enjoyed the program. I feel yeah. faster. I was like that. And like, that's why I do it for the yeah. same reason that we got into fitness is because, you know, when I started working out, I was able to deal with you know, identity issues and race-based issues and the things that I dealt with, like working out, helped me deal with those things, help me build self-confidence, resiliency. And those are the issues. And now here you are, and here I am getting older and we're confronting new phases in our life and trying to, again, navigate our identity and things like that. Yeah. And again, you're (laughs) coaching children. So really the issue is, is that you're dealing with some, uh, limitations of yourself about where your body is or where it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, of course you can compete in your <clears throat> triathlons or your marathons, or your five K's, if that's the way you want to compete. But that wasn't the way I liked competing. Right. Like I liked team sports based right. competition. Right. And the only way at this point in your life to get into that. I mean, there are teams totally. out there that you and I could join, but I, I I'm not that type of guy to, right. to jump into like a, a hockey first i would never be able to play hockey because i can't skate right well not well let's say not that. to play hockey not to play hockey yeah then there's the other thing like basketball yes yeah. a as an older person playing basketball you're going to get injured 100 percent. i mean i watch it all the time at my club yeah these guys it, and hey i'm not going to tell them not to do it because they want to do it but it's my point is something i got injured this year already i don't want to get injured again right and uh so yeah there's like the way that you get involved in team sports is to be a coach right so those are like the things i write about is like figuring out why i lost my cool or why i took it so personally Got it. and maybe sometimes it has nothing to do with the sport at all maybe it's like i had a rough day at work or maybe i had right. a rough day with something not clicking in my business and yeah. some of those unknowns are starting to kind of like poke at my right. insecurities so, do so those use- are the things like it's not necessarily one per- like I don't ask myself the same five questions when I wake up or anything right, like that. Right, right, it right, is exactly right, right. how I feel on the day because <clears throat> okay. it yeah. is in fact a new day. A new day. It's interesting because I think a lot of people would probably ask themselves the same questions like I would probably. I probably would <laughs> It's weird. When you, I'd probably try to find a routine in the routine so that I knew that I was on track, I guess. I would actually say you know, because I started, I started writing. You know what? I started writing in college, journaling. Yeah. But the way it started was I wanted motivation to help me study. Oh. And so what I would do first when I would sit down to study is I would go online, and I would look up quotes. Yeah. And I would write down quotes in my notebook. Okay. And then 
I started writing quotes and then writing how I felt about those quotes hmm. or the reason I remembered it. Yeah. And then that just kind of like evolved into just writing. Yeah. And so now it doesn't take me a lot right. to start writing. But if you were to just start writing, yeah. I think asking yourself a series of three questions, yeah. right? Like, yeah. how do I feel? What's my goal for the day? Uh, how do I think I did with myself yesterday or something like so that? So that's important that you I think that's exactly what I was going to say. Also, I'm glad that you said the last one because I think reflection is really good. It is. I think like reflection sucks because you end up thinking about the things that you didn't do, but also you need to really focus on the things that you did well, did that you did well and good or however you want to say it. Like those are the things we don't often acknowledge oh man if you're always measuring yourself right <clears throat> it's never good enough right it's never good enough and how do you know especially as adults i think one of the things with school that you forget when you get in the real world is you know it's pretty obvious you got an a you got a b you got a c you got a d you got an f like you know if you did it or didn't do it but in the real world there's no grade right you know and you know chris rock made that joke about having a daughter He's like, well, I know I'm a good dad if my daughter doesn't become a stripper. I know that that part I'm good at, right? right. But those are a com com <laughs> accumulation of days, yeah. right? To know if you did it right or not. Yeah. But day to day, there's a countless number of wins and losses. Yeah. And I agree with you. I check in with myself on you know the things that I maybe was struggling at. But I also try to acknowledge moments that were really great. Like here's a great moment that I acknowledged just yesterday because of all this coaching that we had done, <clears throat> I felt like I was starting to disassociate myself with my kids when I got home mm. because there's so much interaction with each other. They wanted a little bit of space. I want a little bit of space. Right. And I was getting afraid that our relationship only exists within this coaching mm. realm. And I was right. starting to get worried because mm. the boys are on Laura all the time, mom, mom, mom. Right, right. right. And I'm over here like coach dad all the time. Like, totally. Oh. And yeah. <clears throat> I was walking out to go teach classes and both the boys ran up to give me a hug. And I just started like crying because hmm. I really needed that hug. Mm -hmm. And I was really grateful that they were just like, wanted to make sure that they yeah. knew that they loved yeah. me. So I wrote that down, like got yeah. a great hug from the boys. They right. were super proud of me, you know, yeah. all these great things. So I never, that's the other part I think about journaling that's really positive is that it's a good practice because I can tell you, we make this joke all the time. You ask someone what they had for breakfast two days ago, I don't remember. No. I don't fucking remember. No. Journaling helps you with your memory, mm. helps you take yeah. full collection of your days, and it also helps you in the present and the future slow down a little bit and be more it's aware. So funny. I was literally just going to say it yeah. helps you slow down. It does. Huh. So I do that. It's yeah. about 30 minutes yeah. as I'm drinking my coffee and listening to my music. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, <clears throat> I set a plan for the day. What are the three things I got that from you and Andy Frisellis. I don't do five cause my life's too much to have five, <laughs> three things yeah. I can definitely yeah. get done. Yeah. And, uh, the list is longer, but three major things I have to get done. Right. Right. And, um, then, uh, I set out on prepping all the things that I want to walk out the door with. And then it's set. The boys start waking up. We start our routine. Yeah. I'm in a decent mood and they're off and running. The boys wake up. What time's oh my uh, God. Max wakes up. Everyone wakes up at six. Oh man, dude. My boys are cut off the old block. They can go to bed at any time. It's funny. You know, six. I wonder, do you ever think that they, they stayed at your place 
one night. You were like, oh, do not wake up yeah. before seven, seven o'clock. Yeah. I told them, folks, I was like, this household is going to sleep in tomorrow morning <laughs> till seven. Do not get up. And literally, your son set the alarm for yeah. seven. And it was like seven o'clock. He's like, boom, boom. the door opens and he's like, doo, 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 downstairs. <laughs> And they're not God quiet. Damn. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, listen, listen. They're kids. Give me a break. They're kids. They're going to fucking. But I have to tell them on. So Laura, you know, she busts her ass. And so on the weekends, I try to tell the boys, hey. She busts their ass or she busts her own? Like her she's own. working yes, her ass off right, all the time. Right, right. <clears throat> I couldn't. So. I wanted to make sure we clarified that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a compliment to Laura. So it is. Yeah. I want to be clear about that too. <laughs> compliment to my wife. Yeah. So uh, when she gets the chance to sleep in, I wanted to yeah. really take advantage, right? Yeah. It's not her happy fault. Happy wife, that happy life. The men in her life are all like these early birds. So right. I try to remind them. I'm like, hey, on Sundays, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays, go to the basement so mom can sleep a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And it's whispers, not low voices. Right. Because they don't have low voices. No. It's Miles, Maxwell. I'm right. like, boys. Right. Lower your voices. Sorry, dad. Yeah. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. But like you said, they're kids. You don't expect so much. Plus, Laura wears earplugs now. She's just like, <laughs> I give up. <laughs> she sleeps with earplugs? Oh, my but God. It's because of me. Oh, my it's God. Me and my snoring. She's oh my. like, I can't do this. Mate, wait. Do you have, maybe you have sleep apnea. She thinks I do too. And I'm like, is it really that bad? Because I think it's my positioning. But <laughs> we're going down the rabbit hole. I know. Okay. Sorry. So, let's routine, routine, folks. Sorry, routine. Folks. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the routine. Mm hmm. Um, but the boys wake up early too. And that's why I have to wake up so early if I want that time because right. they wake up early. Yeah. They don't sleep in. Yeah. I think, you know, I think everybody's on their own cadence too. Like, I don't believe, I do believe, I do believe like, I'm not, I'm not somebody that sleeps until nine o'clock. Like I'm not talking, but like on a Saturday morning, if I want to sleep until seven, totally. I think that's okay. Totally. However, I think there's also going back to routine, something to be said about you know, having the daily, like the daily alarm should probably be about the same time. Like as best we, as you can, as best you can. I think I remember we, us researching, you can do an hour later, an hour. That's exactly, but that's right. it. That's exactly. If you push right. two hours, yep. you're disrupting. Your you're sleep disrupting. Well, yeah. And it doesn't mean like it doesn't have to happen every once in a while. But the fact is if you're getting up at 6am Monday through Friday, and then all of a sudden you want to sleep till 10 on Saturday and Sunday, every Saturday and Sunday, you wonder why you hate going back to work on Monday. It's because of that shit. 100%. So don't stop doing that. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's out there right now. So stop doing yeah. that. I also think, um, you know, like you said about you go to bed probably around nine 30, maybe 10 o'clock and wake up. <laughs> can't even say I'm, can't believe I'm saying this at three and uh I go to bed at like 11 I wake up at six and seven hours of sleep for me is the perfect sweet spot it's totally. a sweet spot I think people need to figure out the sweet spot of their routine and if I can give any advice it would be you have to stick with a routine for like a month before you even know if it works and what I think happens a lot of times is that people aren't on a normal workout schedule. They're not on a normal, just um, like sleep schedule. And so they make changes to try to get back into like what they think is a better routine. And there's a transition period where you can't. Like, yeah. And function. a lot of times I also think it's like a square peg round hole thing. 
Exactly. They try to introduce new things into their life, but it doesn't actually integrate with their current lifestyle. Right. It's like they're trying to create a new lifestyle. Right. Yeah. We talked about like if you wanted to wake up early because then you said because you said I'm going to wake up early and work out. It's like, no, just start waking up early. Totally. First first thing. Just like, wake up early. Just wake up earlier. And do if nothing. You're, if you're like, I wake up at eight o'clock, but. You know, I think I should probably wake up at six to try to go work out. Well, just start waking up at six for like two months. Yeah. And don't maybe the after the first month, then you start stretching in the morning. Yeah. And then maybe you start working out after like month yeah. two. But because that's the other part, I think sometimes, and this is the competitive nature of the states, I believe, is yeah. that it's yeah. always so much. We yeah. always try to do all the things yeah. Yeah. right out of the gate. All the things. Spoke, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna learn a new language. I'm gonna work out. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. become the best version well, of myself I mean, look in at, one week. Like, I don't know. I've never lived in a foreign country. Do you think other countries are like? What's your New Year's resolution? <laughs> you know what they? You know what I heard? And you know, I took this from James Bond. You're gonna love it, folks. <laughs> so, so, so it could be true. Yeah, but <laughs> where? Uh, I saw this, um, it was in the last James Bond movie and they have this ritual. I forgot where they were, but they write this note of whatever they're going to let go of this year. Yeah. And then they light it and they burn it and they burn it and throw it into the air. Yeah. And it was just about new beginnings and that was enough. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah. And I thought like how pleasant of an approach that is. Right. And meanwhile, we're over here with our oversized meals and our oversized everything. And we're like. I got to see how much I can fill in my already filled bucket and find more room that I don't, don't even have right. to create this thing. Well, in, in, we talked about this before we started. We didn't want to go down like the news resolution. Us, but however, the one thing I will say is that is such a negative outlook on things because it means that the last year was worth nothing. I agree. It's like, why don't we say, hey, there were two things last year that I wasn't happy with. I'm going to burn those and forget about it and move on. What, that would be great. Like wouldn't it you be, wrote down two what if things, you wrote things you were going to let two things you're going to let go, go of. of and just burned them yeah. as a sign of letting go and be you like the, the last year. If you survived the last year, if you're listening to, if you listen to our first podcast and now you're listening to this podcast, you fucking made it, man. You seriously like, think about all the shit that's happened this year bad shit and things that continue to happen continue to happen and you're here and if you have one or two good friends you're winning the fucking lottery now i'm not saying you didn't go through hard times to get there but pat yourself on the back and be proud of what you've done and let go of some things man yeah getting back to routine though sorry but now that you say that so then after i uh i did forget one part after i write down what i do i do then meditate before the boys get up so that my tone is right yeah that's usually when i meditate usually how long do you meditate for 15 minutes that's a long time i mean think so well i think yeah because i mean well i'm not living in the mountains like a shaman or anything like like when day meditation no but yeah what i mean is like five to ten minutes a day is 99.9% 99.9% more than anybody else is doing. I that's mean, that's, fair. that's, that's you, 15 minutes to like, just sit and, and so let's talk to people. Like, how do you meditate? This is how I meditate. I don't have music, okay. but I do put my headphones on to take out ambient noise. Quiet. Yeah. And what I do is I exhale fully and I inhale fully. Mm-hmm. So I exhale as long as I can and I inhale as long as I can. Okay. And my only goal is to repeat that breath 
And because I'm focusing on the full inhale and the full exhale, it doesn't allow me or my thoughts to go into these different directions. So you're not trying to say a word. Like sometimes no, they say, the say, a word, word, say a yeah. word, say a word. I don't do that. Okay. Um, I've I tried like, to do that. I don't like that either. Yeah. I've tried to do that. And my, what ends up happening is then I start talking to myself yeah. in my thoughts. Or I use the word and I think of something else. Right. So, associated with the word. There was a video I did once with Miles when he was younger and we meditated together and it's a cute video. Um, we're both sitting on my bed and I'm doing that. And you can see my torso expand and contract collapse yeah. with the right. breath. Right. And Miles holds on for like 10 seconds and starts moving. And then he tries to do it again and starts moving. But the whole time I'm trying to maintain that helps me focus. Yeah. So that's what I do. And so <clears throat> I have a, a vibrating alarm that goes off when I'm done. And the whole time I'm just trying to keep the breath. Yeah. That's how I meditate. That's how long I meditate. As I'm doing that, I have noticed that the breath starts to then just shift and there's just like nothingness. Hmm. And I'm kind of in a state. Sometimes it's the breath the whole time because I say it all the time. No two days are the same. So don't expect everything to feel the same right. all the time. Right. But that routine though, when I am on it, because there's been plenty of times where I miss a day, got things that I didn't expect. You know, our days are different all the time. But when I'm on, when the boys come downstairs, I'm very present, yeah. which I love the most. Um, more importantly, it's the pace that I never want to let go of. Because I always hate when I have to rush out of the house mm. to make an appointment or something because I'm not prepared. That mm. is like the worst feeling to me. Yeah. Because then I'm rushing on the road that I'm rushing into the next thing. And then I'm not really present. I'm just rushing to the next thing. You yeah. taught me that with the overbooking thing. Right. So that's my morning routine. That's what works for me. And the reason I say it that way is that it's like mental for me. It's breath work for me. Now you and I were working out together in the morning as I was recording before, but now that my schedule's changing everything, most of my recordings now are in the middle of the day as yeah. I'm working out and taking yeah. that time. Cause no one's in the house. I get to be super loud. Yeah. Um, I get to teach with, you know, the music playing and all that good yeah. stuff. And yeah. it's a nice midday break for me. Yeah. And because my workouts are only 30 minutes, it's like, well, and you know, you spot. get that, that that's a nice little reset. Exactly. Before the second half of your day, which is like right. all the things you gotta do before you go to bed. Well, and to your point about if you were a little bit stressed with the morning routine and then you have to get this workout in and then get the boys up and all this, like that's a lot of stress. It is to squeeze all that in yeah. before your day starts. And I, again, it's your routine. So as I say that, you know, if that works for you yeah. and I know plenty of people who are like, I, I don't do a meditation. I wake up, I get after my body. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I know I accomplished something. Yeah. Now I feel ready for the day, yeah. but I like, hitting water immediately. I love the feeling of, you know, water. I always jump in the shower as soon as I turn it on for the cold part and then let the heat go on. Yeah. Plus we're Midwest boys. So you, you jump in for the cold part and then let the heat go. Yeah. Oh shit. So I, you're <laughs> going to laugh. Good. You're going to like this. You're going to laugh. Yeah. I hit myself. Like I slap my arms yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah. chest and legs and yeah. stuff to yeah. get like hyped. <laughs> I do a couple of like <laughs> prime breaths. No way. Couple of those uh, old school movie the programs. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> do, do you wait? Do you turn the water cold after at the end then too or no? No. Then I just get out the really. Show. So, so I do the I hot. do I do I turn it on. Yeah. I do that little process I told you about. Then I get in the shower. I'm breathing. Wow. It's getting warmer. I know it's going to get warmer. Wow. Then I'm taking my shower. I soap up and everything, and yeah. then I get done. I Got get it. out. And yeah. Then I'm like, okay. Got it. 
I do but the warm. Mine is the reward is the warm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's no, no, I totally, it, yeah. totally. I do the warm and then turn it cold at the end. And um, probably, probably, admittedly, there's probably one day out of seven. I mean, on the weekends, sometimes I don't always. Like Sunday, I don't know if I do the cold. Sunday's about love, Yeah, bro. Sunday, Sunday <laughs> I might just like not do the cold. Anyway, <clears throat> definitely five days, mostly six. But the... Um, the um like moment that that cold goes i'm like is that, is that enough should i go should i go a little colder <laughs> <laughs> and so and so then i go a little colder and then a little colder and and when you know it's cold enough it's when you're like <gasps> when your breathing is shallow <gasps> yeah you gotta like and you gotta like, really okay, like force okay. the long that's, breath that's cold i agree and i tell you folks so here's my little routine for the morning Jeremy is up for three hours before me, <laughs> but, um, I believe that, uh, I believe that for whatever reason, superstition, maybe, um, or just like the universe and the yin and yang, I believe that you should either wake up on the top of the hour or the bottom of the hour, like the six fifteen or six ten or six twenty. I've realized is not a good thing in the sense of, for me, that I don't have a real clear understanding of where I'm at in time when, when by the time I'm out of like the shower, if you're not starting on the zero. So if I start on the zero, guess 6am, boom, don't hit the snooze. Just go. I know I'm up. Just go. You know, like pretty much your pattern. Totally. You know how much like time it takes. If you have to totally. go to the bathroom, if you have to use the Louvre in the morning. Like, you know, that's like a boom, boom. And then you're in the shower and you know, like you're, you're not going to spend 20 minutes one day in the shower and five minutes the next no. day. It is like, no. you know, in fact, everybody right now, I guarantee when you step in the shower, there's one thing that you wash first. 100%. First. Your soap routine is probably yeah. the same it's been for the last So think about this, decades. folks. Think about this. Let's backtrack for a second. We're talking about routines and sometimes people are like, oh, I don't have a routine or I don't the most basic of things, washing yourself. I guarantee you have a routine. Like there's a routine to your, I bet there's a routine with which side you brush your teeth on first. Right. Exactly. Right. So anyway, if you, if I wake up <clears throat> a little off the top of the hour, the bottom of the hour, I just like, I get out of the shower. And I'm like, what the fuck time is it? Like how much time do I have? Totally. And that automatically boom, boom, like that shut, send you into a situation where you feel a little bit disorganized, right? You're like, okay, now I got this much time. So just set your every single day, Monday through Friday, at least the minimum that you should do is set your alarm for the very same time every time. Now Agreed. people out there might say, yeah, dumbass, I do that. Okay, fine, <laughs> good for you. But I guarantee there's some people that don't. And so that's the very first thing. The second thing is, do the same thing every morning. The first thing you do when you get up, do the exact same thing. So that you in the at night, when you go to bed, people say, I have a hard time falling asleep. I have it. Well, you have to create these habits. When I say habits, there's it's a routine really. Yeah. That will then predicate the night before. Yeah. Right? It'll it'll predict what you how you go into your sleep is your relationship with how you get up. You're right. Cause I set up my clothes 
into the basement so I'm not carrying things downstairs. I walk straight in. Everything's right. already set up. Right. So and you don't have to worry. Like in the, I don't so have think to decide what I'm going to wear or anything like that. And you're like going to do it in the dark. Yeah. So when you get up out of bed and your wife is sleeping and you said you don't want to wake her up, yeah. you're not going to like turn on the light. So you're going to try to ruffle through your drawer. No way. Seeing shit. And right. You're like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to get the shit. I'm going to put it down next to the shower exactly. so that I know it's there. Exactly. I'm comfortable. I can sleep well now knowing that when I wake up, my shit's there. Yeah. It's all about, like you said, you have to find what works for you. Don't read this shit out there. And if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you understand. We're not trying to tell you how it should be done because we do it this way. We're trying to tell you that you have to find your way. Yeah. Like, and if I'd say one thing as far as like telling you what to do or what not to do, I would suggest try not to touch your phone first thing in the morning. That's a good thing. Like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your routine should be something that fills you. So. I lately when I've been doing these um, mental health workshops, I talk about morning routines. Yeah. And one of the things I talk about is you have the same amount of time every day, the same amount of focus every day and the same amount of energy every day. The difference is how you manage your time, how you manage your focus and how you manage your energy. So if you are starting your day by giving your energy to your phone or these other things, you're starting at a depletion. Yeah. The first things you do in the day should be filling you yeah. so that your energy yeah. is filled, your focus is yeah. sharp and your time is managed. Well, that's the only thing I would, I would now I say this as I've been the same way. You're kind of dragging a little bit. Just let me check some things real quick, but that two minute check turns into 15 minutes and then you're like, fuck. I couldn't agree with you more. Your evening routine and your morning routine. And let's qualify what in this discussion, we should qualify routine, meaning making sure that you go to bed well and you wake up well. Totally. Because we weren't even. What happens in between is your life. We weren't That's your life. Yeah. And, and shit gets thrown in the way. Totally. But those two things you can most like most of the time control. Do not, you should have an hour before bed that you have no screen time, an hour before bed, whether it's TV, whether it's computer, Agreed. whether it's phone, get the fuck off of it, people, an hour before. And most of the people that listen to this podcast are of a demographic that lived before the internet. So come on now. Come on, people. Get in touch with your roots. You were fine before. <laughs> Se second, second thing is the wake up. The wake up is when, and you know what? I am so fucking guilty of this. And I did this. I did this on, I tried, well, still trying yeah. to put the fucking phone away be after, until after I get out of the shower and get ready, totally. get ready. So if you want to start looking at when you're, you know, making your breakfast and stuff, all cool. Here's, here's, but the first things that you should be doing right for yourself. And so all of you people out there, if you're probably thinking to yourself, well, I get up and I go to the bathroom in the morning. And stop I taking your phone in the bathroom with and, you. And, yeah. And stop. First of all, stop taking your phone in the bathroom with you. And if you go, and if I'm going to say that, I'm going to say this. Do it. Take a journal. You're oh, my God. Sit on the toilet and take a journal. And you go, oh, my God, that's gross. Really? Really? That's Is it that gross? Idea. Because you have a phone with you that's put up against your ear right next to your <laughs> mouth. Yeah. So so don't without tell getting, me. Without getting graphic. So, what are you doing with that hand? Yeah. So that don't you're tell your phone me with? that you are so fucking worried about germs. <laughs> we're just letting it all hang out today I so, love it so okay so you take a journal with you take a journal and write down like 
How did I sleep? I think that's, that's a great shit. idea, right. Mark. I okay. think that's a great idea. So so take a journal. So instead Whatever of, happened to the days where we had magazines? In oh, the, that would yeah, be even yeah, better. Yeah. That would be even better. E- even better. Just like, but. but yeah, no. But, go ahead. But go ahead, I think we ahead. should stay with journal. No, I'm with journal. you. Sorry. So I'm with that, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and then go jump in the shower. Or if you don't shower, if, you, if you're somebody that like doesn't want to shower in the morning, you know, that's fine. But like take some time to yourself. If you were waking up at 6.15, wake up at 6 and take 15 minutes to yourself and think about what did I accomplish yesterday and what do I want to accomplish today? I prefer, and this is my opinion, you don't have to listen to me. I just said don't listen to anybody. Do what works for you. Totally. I prefer at the end of the night because I have a I have a journal. I've gotten really bad lately. I was journaling there for a while just whatever it, I, I got kind of take an account for your day yep. and take so take an account for the day yeah the night before you go to bed yeah and then in the morning wake up and go the three things like you said i talked about this like three things that you want to accomplish today it could be as simple it could be as simple as make a nutritious lunch for my kids honestly one thing like what you're really doing when you write those three things down is you're trying to write three things that'll give you the win yeah you need three things you can win well it's because i, I think it's about we we do a hundred things a day. That's totally the win. we win a hundred times a day. We just don't think about it. We always think about right. the negative. And so when you write down three wins that you want to accomplish and you do it, you're guess what? You feel accomplished and right. you acknowledge. Nothing so feels better than crossing that list. Positive bro. versus the negative. Yeah. And you know, I think your point about using the journal at the evening is great for those who have a hard time getting to bed. Like I don't have a hard time putting my head to the pillow, man. I know I'm waking up early. I'm, I did my day. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. But that my helped. wife. The is, reason being is, I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. No, go ahead. The reason being is because of your morning routine. Exactly right. Because you know that you accomplished your morning routine. It, what I hear from you right now is that that morning routine is super, super important to you. And if you accomplish that morning routine, that is a huge accomplishment for the day. Exactly. And so at night, you can rest assured that you did what you needed to do. Exactly right. Yeah. Whereas Laura has a routine, it's always the same. I'm not going to say it because it's not my place to say it. Yeah. She has a couple things that she does. Yeah. And it helps her rest up. Yeah. And one of, I will say one of them is meditation and it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but I like your idea about the journal at the end of the day because whatever's on your mind, get it out. Just get it out. Get it out. Yeah. Because sitting there going through a cycle, you are, that is activity. It's mental activity. And the whole point about getting rest is to limit your mental activity. Yeah. So better to write yeah. it down. You have it on paper. It's waiting for you when you wake up. Yeah. I love that idea. I love that idea. I think anyone listening, if you're someone who struggles to like get your mind to stop racing, get a notebook next to your bedside and yeah. start writing away. Yeah. You know what I love? I, I love it. If you sat there and picked it up and just wrote down everyone that you're pissed off at for the whole day, <laughs> right, right. And you're just like, you know who I hate, you know, what really grinds my gears. <laughs> right. And because then, you know oh, what you do? Like you look back at it, like three days later and John from accounting who you hated, like just gave you like the best fucking, uh, you know, uh, um, gift for Christmas. And you're like, God damn, I was such an asshole. <laughs> John's not that. that bad. No, John's but my point being like, no, you, would, it is that. you would really, you'd look back at your problems and go, that wasn't that big a deal. And that's, and it's important to remember that so that we don't get caught up in all of our BS all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because all this is BS. Like, I think one of the things is like people are dying every day, man. People are, you know, there's all things going on in Israel. There's all these things going on uh, in Ukraine. There are people who are living really hard lives and we are just busy. Yeah. And so 
I think that it's good for us to create habits, like you said, routines that just reminds you that you're okay. Mm -hmm. That reminds you that you were lucky enough to wake up today and that you're because you woke up and because you're still going, you're winning. Yeah. You're winning. Yeah. You, everybody has huge fucking issues going on in their lives. Everybody. Like we just had a, uh, a team offsite and every person in my group has a lot of shit going on. Yeah. That, that is super stressful. And for me hearing some of it, you're like, wow, I can't believe these people continue to show up every single day and are really good fucking versions of themselves. And so everybody has this shit going on, but you need a release. You need to be able to, because energy is transferable. You, yeah. If you don't transfer it, it's going to stay. Yeah, it you're stays carrying inside it. you. You're and carrying so if it. you're thinking about, like, why is my back hurt? Why is my <laughs> fucking... <laughs> right? <laughs> why, do I, why do I have, you know, uh, headaches? Now, I'm not talking about somebody that might have chronic Migraines, yeah. Whatever. Like, there's... But if there's you, if you're ghost not, pain yeah. that you can't figure out, you, that's stress. You need it to, is physical need, manifestation you, of stress. Yeah, you need to release that stress and a lot of it what do we always talk about if you had two people that were mad at each other and you put them in a room and they're mad about something right and they start talking all of a sudden 10 minutes later or 15 minutes later or 30 minutes later they walk out and they're friends again and it's about communication so part of community one piece of communication is actually writing right and writing down your thoughts right and you're communicating and seeing it you're not communicating it we think about communication as one-to-one or one to, to however, another person to yeah another. communication can also be writing it can because that's what an artist did a, a, a poet wrote that was communication 100 so just write your thoughts down write them down what you what you hated about the day what you loved about the day like write it down and and you will feel better now i'll take it one step further and say you also can talk to people like there are people out there that want to listen to you, that want to help. You know, we talk about mental health on this podcast a lot. Like, don't be afraid, man. When, when you, when, if you, I, I, so many people in my life have heard me say this. If you sit around the table with eight people, you included, so seven other people, and you all push your problems to the middle of the table, most of the time you will pull your problem back because everybody's You'll find got out problems. Everyone has real problems. Yeah. yeah. And so you, but you know how to deal with yours, right? Yeah. Right. So my point is like, everybody's out there trying to just survive. I think the, the, the idea of a routine is 100% important. I think you find what works best for you. Yep. Don't let anybody necessarily influence you, but stick to what works for you. But take the time to explore that, but take, take the, the time to explore what routine yeah. works for you. And if you're wondering like, how will I know you'll know because throughout your day, your attitude, how you interact, the mm. pace mm. that you're acting in your day, that's where all this comes from. The yeah. whole point of this, right? I just talked about it. time, focus, and energy. Those three things, how yeah. they're displaced, how they're presented. You'll know stress is inevitable. We cannot avoid it. Yeah. Right. However, how you respond to stress, how you interact with stress, these are all yeah. the things. And I love that you said it first, man, is that the times in the morning and the times in the evenings are the only two times in your day that you can really truly control. Those yeah. are the only two in moments. Yeah. So don't throw them away. Like take advantage of them for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, man. All right, brother. 
Good start to the year. Happy, yeah, man. Happy 2024, bro. I love Here's you, Here's to routine. Here's to the routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, y'all.